This is Double, Double Strength. Strength Mama Power. It's the Stuff Podcast. Dear parents of New Zealand, we understand that parenting involves making many challenging decisions, like how to deal with fussy eating, when to move from cot to bed, and when to cut out those day naps. That's why we make Anmam Pedia Pro 3 Toddler Milk an easy option, so that you can focus on the important task of bringing up your little Kiwis. Anmam, you've got this. We just phoned up. We were both just in tears, no sleep. We're like, can you come over? She's right. Yep, she's, she's, so she came over straight away. And uh, just, I think you just want someone to tell you it's fine. Yeah. You're doing the right thing. Everyone goes through this. Oh, my goodness. We've certainly all been there. That's Jono and Ben on the subject of reaching out. I know it's such a familiar scenario that Jono's talking about there. The way we often have to get to crisis point as parents before we go looking for a helping hand. Well, these guys are so honest about the fact that they're still learning to be great dads, despite being well past the baby stage. <laughs> and they do possess the amazing superpower to poke fun at themselves and make us all laugh at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like the worst Avengers ever? <laughs> we are double pump power. power. We'll we'll combined. Change nappies and might take the bins out if we remember. <laughs> Probably not. This is double strength mama power. Now, we Kiwis pride ourselves on being a self-sufficient bunch, don't we? And when it comes to raising children, many of us can end up being stretched too thin just by trying to do it all and on our own. Working out that you may need help as a parent is one thing. Actually asking for it and then receiving it is the next hurdle. Well, today we're joined by a couple of modern blokes who are currently bringing up children amid massively busy working lives, and they know only too well why it takes a village to raise a child. John O'Prior and Ben Boyce were the front men for one of New Zealand's long-running comedy skit shows, John O and Ben. They're also dads, which is the role that they're most proud of. Jono and Ben, oh my goodness, this is such a treat to have double papa power here with us today. <laughs> now, you guys have been together for years. Are you inseparable once the microphone's turned off? It's kind of like a marriage that we, we have, like a work marriage. Um, we do hang out together in the weekends, but there is, when you're working together probably 12 hours a day, it's nice to have some time apart. As much as I love him, it's nice to have some time out I'm to see other people. I'm always saying let's hang out on the weekends. But <laughs> we he's, do from time yeah, to time, yeah, no, but no. it's... It is, know, we, yeah. It, it, I guess if you saw the same person seven days a week for 12 hours oh, a day... Oh, careful. It would just become better and better <laughs> and better. <laughs> no, we actually get, we genuinely get on really we're great. You know, we're best of mates. Oh, fabulous. How about you both had children around the same time? You do a lot together. Was that a joint decision to make to have families at the same time? In St. Kyle, text Ben. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's tonight the night. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> so I'm going in, mate. It just it kind of worked out like that. It did, um, yeah. I guess d- it was probably just our life stage, yeah. really, yeah. And um, it's been actually really good, I think, for both of us, you know, because when we were when we had the TV show, obviously not anymore, um, but we had, you know, we were working the two jobs, we were working some long hours, and, um, you know, it was nice to have someone who was not only doing the same thing for work, but also having the same sort of situation at home. So, you know. Sure, although you're both sleep deprived at the same time how did you find that uh it was fine it, like i i it was nice to share uh, that time with someone who was also putting their wife through immense pressure of having <laughs> having to look after the kids for 24 hours a day yeah, yeah. yeah that was nice it was, it was. Like, are you in trouble yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Ben, you've got Sienna nine and Indy who's seven. Yeah, yeah. Amanda, your wife, is a teacher, isn't she? Does that mean you let her take on the role of chief decision maker? When we first um, had uh, had kids, she sort of you know stopped working and did some part time stuff from home, and so that was really cool to have her in that position where she could look while I was sort of running around doing two jobs. She was t- you know doing a lot more at home and and being awesome with that. And uh, she sort of studied part time throughout the uh, the kids' early lives and um, now full time teaching. So that's kind of throwing things back into like, oh geez, we've got both of us out there sort of working full time. So that's sure. it's a bit of a juggle, you know. And you really do look, you know, look at, I mean, you know, all parents have to go through this, you know, where they try and work out how you're going to, like, take the kids to school, who's going to pick them up. This year it's been a bit of a change with having to, you know, get someone in to help out and, and her mum helps out. She's awesome. So it's, yeah, it's just trying to work out the best system to, to make, make things work. Now, Jono, you have Oscar, who's eight, and Poppy, who's six. Yeah. And at home you've got Jono and Jen. Jono and Jen, yes. <laughs> yeah, true. So I've got a backup <laughs> if need be. Uh, yeah, so Jen, uh, she, I met her uh, in radio, so she worked, uh, she was marketing radio stations and... Uh, uh, when we had our first son, Oscar, um, ben, and, ben and myself were probably in the in the height of busyness, and she was also working. And if anything went wrong at daycare, or you know there was a sickness or whatever, uh, it would inevitably be her that would have to leave work. And she kind of got to the stage where she was like, "I just feel like I'm doing a shitty job of not only my work but also being a parent." Uh, so yeah, we made the well, she made the decision. I didn't make the decision for her, but she was like, "I just." I just feel like I should probably be home. So I, she's just the type of person who just wants to, when she does something, she wants to do it properly. And so, she, yeah, she wanted to be there for uh, for the kids, so she's decided to uh, to do that. That's the toughest job. Yeah. Well, we're just going into like radio and talking words into a microphone. Not well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're having to you know, do yeah. all those things, yeah? Yeah. Where are you getting your main support from? Is that from family? Have you got close family nearby or? Well, thankfully, yeah, Jen, uh, Jen's parents, they live about five minutes away and the amount of times that we've we've called on them and, and Kathy and John, they're, they're, they're her parents, they're just so welcoming. Um, and my parents, they're down in Christchurch, so they uh, they basically just fly up to see the kids. They don't care about us, really. And, uh, <laughs> That's the thing, eh? They're like... They come in like a bloody hurricane, though. It's like, oh, look, buy and everything, gifts, and, you know, and then they're gone. And uh, the kids are like, well, it was a lot more fun when they were here. (laughs) (laughs) We had um, Amanda, my wife, um, her mum, Joyce, was living with us for about the last eight months last year while she had an apartment she bought was getting built. And that was awesome. I mean, she was, yeah, she was really there to help us out and all that, you know. So she's like, I hope you don't mind. I folded your your washing your underwear. You're like, I don't mind at all. That's that's great. That's amazing, you know. So that was really good, you know, especially when Amanda was back into the workforce, having someone there that could, you know, help out with the kids and the kids loved hanging out with them and the a really cool close bond over it. It's been cool. The dark side to that story is Ben likes his underpants folded in a particular way. Yeah, I don't. When Joyce didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. There were some words, but hey, it's all good now. At least you're not ironing them. (laughs) (laughs) Great that you reached out and asked for help at those really intense moments. Was it hard to ask for help, Jono? Yeah, it was, I think it was probably harder for the person asking for the help than the person giving the help. Sure. You know, like, so if you've been through it as a parent and someone phoned us today and was like, I'm having trouble getting my baby to sleep. Ben and me could both help them get their baby to sleep. Absolutely. With confidence. That'd be right, though. You'd be the first to, to try and help yeah. out because you have been through that. But it does feel weird to be that person ringing up and asking a friend or a yeah. family member to, to, to help. Would you phone your folks? It or? was It was probably – it started with friends and then you sort of uh, – I know Jen's mum helped out a lot. I remember one time – oh, this was dark. We were all uh, – 
we all had food poisoning or something. Oscar brought something home from daycare. So we were all out, like all four of us could not move. And I remember just sitting on the couch with uh, with Oscar and he just went Bleh! all over me and vomited. And I was so sick, I couldn't even move. Oh, <laughs> I just sat no. there dripping in vomit. And we were like, Jen and me were like, oh, can we just call your mum? Can we just call your mum? And we were both like, we, we couldn't. Because you're like, well, you can't bring someone who's healthy into, into a household yeah. full of, you know, full of bugs. And so, share the love, yeah. 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 I, th- I, th- I think we're also aware of the times where you could probably call on the help and couldn't I, call I'll on the help. I'll tell you what, a good little tip I learned is if you're going, because we were going on a long flight, I got the same thing. Indy vomited all over me as a baby. We had to change your clothes for her. Not for me. Good point. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're, good you're sitting like a 12-hour flight. You're like, oh, oh. I think I went to an airport, bought some airport T-shirt. <laughs> Straight as soon as you get off the plane, they put the other one in the bin because, you know, it was like, oh, this I thing. love your Chingy airport T-shirt. <laughs> okay, the girl guide and me, my kids are in their teens or yeah. heading into their teens, and I still have a backpack in the back of the boot that has a change of clothing for them and a change of clothing for me. Oh, well done, yeah. <laughs> you prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Although, as soon as you, I imagine you would yeah, be yeah, yeah, you <laughs> the most perfect parent ever. Oh, no. No. And that's the thing is we work with the tools that we have at the time and the uh, sleep deprivation that we're dealing with and all those sorts of things and, and the stresses and the pressures of being a working parent. Um, that's what I don't think you you can prepare for. You can't prepare for the lack of sleep. No. Can you? No. Like I was... We used to just sleep on the couch all weekend doing nothing. Uh, but then when that ha- I mean, you get used to it. Like, it just becomes the new normal. But, I mean, when that first time you just, you're just wandering around like a zombie, eh, for those first couple of years. And even, you know, like we say, oh, we work long hours to, to work, but it's nothing compared to what, you know, Amanda, my wife and Jen would have, you know, your yeah. wife would have to do at home, you know. So when you yeah. do come home and it doesn't matter, you've been working 12 hours, it's like... They need some time out, you know, and you need to kind of accept that they've been having to deal with, you know, yeah. bringing up these two little humans all day and doing an awesome job at that. But they do need their space, and you know, to, and that's when you have to, you know, be there or find other people to help, and it's okay to get those other people to help. With other people around your kids, trust is a big thing. You want the right people with them. It, it is a hard thing to know because you are leaving your your world with, with, the, with the person, you know, mm. so you want to you trust them, and at the same time you're like, oh, you know, you don't you don't know everything about people, so. Yeah, I remember there was first because we had, as I mentioned before, Jean's parents lived up the road, so they were the the, the prime uh, babysitters there for uh, a number of years. And then when we first got uh, a a babysitter who wasn't in the family, I mean, that was a big leap. That was a big leap. We ended up getting uh, one of Jean's former workmates who worked out to be a treat. Kids loved her, and I think once you go through that experience yeah. or take that leap of like a stranger can actually hang out with your kids. Um, and it makes things a lot easier. And the older the kids get as well, they can obviously, you know, you can actually talk to them and go, how do you like them? What yes. do you do? That yeah. sort of thing. So they will tell you, you know, things. Or if, you know, the, the kids know now what to, you know, how to operate the, the TV or all those other things that they didn't, you know, before. So, Guys, how important is it for you to build time away with your wives, away from the kids? Oh, we've got a few um, people now that we get to babysit. And it is, yeah, it's, it's, it is good. It's great for the couple to have. Um, I think time out. I think when we were working at our height of, you know, 12-hour days, it was hard for me to 
because yeah, you, you just want to spend time with the kids because they're like, oh, this is fun and exciting. But you also have to prioritize that you need to spend time in your relationship as well. So it's kind of having having that balance as well. You know, you saw you'll go out for dinner and you probably spend half the time talking about the kids as well and going, <laughs> oh, God, I miss the kids. <laughs> but, but yeah, but it is good for you to have those connections, and uh, I think, you know, in our relationship. But, uh, yeah, but a lot of the times you go out too, you're going out with friends. So it's not necessarily time for, Forget that. Yeah. For, you, for you and your partner. Because it's hard to sort of say just the two of us. You just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, if we're going out, we better make the most of it and <laughs> yeah. catch up with people we haven't seen for two years. Exactly, yeah. 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 So I guess, yeah, making making time for just you and uh, your partner is, is very important. You sound like Dr. Phil. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> and how do you feel about that, Ben? Oh, it makes you feel good. <laughs> what do you think being a dad has given to you? How has it changed you or how has it made you a better person? It's the coolest thing, like, out of anything you'll do. Like, we've been lucky enough in our job, you know, one of it's, what well, some of it's ended, um, to, to do some really cool things. But it does, it does pale in comparison to having, you know, these, you know, these, for me, these two little people that are, you know, that's just, you couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine my life without them. That is the thing, you know, as, as much as sometimes you're tired or there's things about you running around in the mornings, you know, putting sunscreen on and making lunches, you know, it's just the coolest thing to have. And it's, it's weird whenever they go away or they, if they go away and, you know, you're like, wow, this is, wow, I don't know, this is weird. You know, it's just, they're just the, the biggest part of your life and it's, yeah, it's awesome. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, for me, geez, even this morning, I hadn't washed out something on the bench, and Jim was like, oh, you're going to wash that? I never wash this. I hate washing frying pans. So what I do is I just fill them up with soap and just leave them on the leave bench. Leave them out, yeah. In the hope that hope they... someone else will do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do this. And, and she's like, oh, you got the frying pan there again. I was like, oh, no, I was going to do it. And she's like, no, you, you weren't, because you'd never do it. And she, actually, she was like, oh, you saying that in front of Poppy, who was home at the time, she was like, it's making it okay for her to give excuses about things. And I think I'm always... Long story short, I'm just saying I'm always learning. I think I'm always learning yeah. to become better, or not better, but, you know, just learning how to just be <laughs> a decent dad. Sure. And so then, yeah, I mean, the stuff you're doing, they're soaking up and thinking the yeah. good or the bad. Yeah. They're taking that and they that's are what they're going to go they, yeah. they do pick up what you're doing, and that's the same thing you have to remember that. Yeah. So frying pan tomorrow morning will be all washed? Yeah, it'll be all washed. But, I mean, they do need a good soak, Susie. Right, yeah. That's the thing. Uh, fresh goes having a sale this weekend. Just yeah, go get another one. Yeah. <laughs> just important to, yeah, let, let them soak for 12 yeah, to 24 yeah, hours. Yeah. Well, I know, I guess the key frustration is not having enough time for yourself, right? You're not, not having that me time. You know, you go through life, you know, all about yourself. And then um, suddenly you've got one or two kids to look after and it's, it's got to be all about them. So, you know, if someone offers you, you know, a night out or something, just take it. <laughs> Even though you might not like your mother-in-law, just, you know, take her, take her help. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I had forgotten about that. But I remember now, actually, I, I thought I had it so together and I would, you know, try and hold myself together and, and figure it out and get this right. But I do remember there was one night where I thought, I just don't know what to do and I don't know who to call and I don't know who to turn to. It was the middle of the night and I did call Plunkett Line. Having that line to call at any time, day or night, was a bit of a lifesaver. Mm. What about you? Did you use any of those lines or, or who, who did you call out to for help? Well, I only needed to call the line once and really, in retrospect, I didn't really need to call it. I called um, <laughs> the poisons line. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I left the cat biscuits out and a large quantity had been consumed. <laughs> and I went, oh, I don't know what's in it. What yeah. kind of additives? Apparently, um, 
pet food. It's not advisable, but it's not going to do too much harm. Excellent. So. <laughs> oh, God. But, but my tribe really were um, the group from Crash. So mm. our kids all went into Crash together. Mm-hmm. We didn't know each other. Mm. Didn't know each other from a bar of soap, but we had this wonderful connection because Mm. we had kids of the same age all going through the same Mm. thing. So we still get together once a year and have a glass of wine and a good old chat. We're not talking about the consistency of nappies anymore. (laughs) We're talking about (laughs) our kids still. We're still talking about our kids and where we're at and about where we are ourselves. Mm. And that's something that we were able to do is provide support in the, hey, you're doing okay. Mm. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. I'll try that. What a great idea. Mm. And and give our, our support that way. So much of it is not necessarily about um, asking a question and needing an answer per se, is it? It's just about getting reassurance yeah. and having that group of people or one person or someone down the other end of the phone that you can connect to and get a little bit of reassurance from. I think so much of what we need and crave is just the connection and the reassurance. Mm. And normalisation. Mm. This is normal. Everybody does it. Totally. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> And just listening to Jono and Ben, who, again, make it so normal to be a parent that needs help and asks mm-hmm. for support. What I love are those two is their kids are now between uh, mm. six and mm. nine, the four it's, children. Mm-hmm. The boys have come out the other side of it to the extent that they feel that they can offer support to other parents. Mm, that's absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah, it is brilliant. That's what experience gives you, Mm. you know, when you have experienced something yourself and can reflect back on it, especially with the laughter that they reflect back on it with, it just, it softens you and it opens you up to be able to give and to share your own experience and your own love much more freely. And with compassion. Absolutely. Compassion is so key, Susie. Funny you should say that Mm. because today's mindful moment is all about just that. Shh. Do you hear that? That's the sweet sound of silence. We know that life as a parent is full of noise. That's why Ann Mumpedia Pro 3 Toddler Milk is here to help you enjoy every moment with your little ones as they grow. Did you know that having compassion for those you're in relationship with is a marker of resilience? Being strong and able to cope isn't about rigidity, stoicism, having a thick skin. Yes, we need those things sometimes, but we also need to be able to be soft, gentle, to be with our feelings, to be compassionately in relationship, in life. And doing this builds a kind of inner strength. Little side note, those you're in relationship with includes yourself. I love this quote, which you'll find in my book, Dear Mummy, You're Important Too. The quote is, if your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. So today, in the spirit of compassion and kindness, I have for you what's called a metta meditation. Metta meaning loving kindness. Start, as always, by closing down your eyes. Inhale a long, deep breath all the way down to your belly and then slowly let it go and literally feel your body soften. A little bit of weight come off your shoulders. Continue breathing as you get present with and reconnect with you, your breath, your body, all you do every day, all that you are. And with kindness, just in your mind, repeat these words after me. May I be happy. May I be at peace. 
may I be free from pain and suffering. Now bring to mind someone in your life whom you love dearly, who supports you. Visualize that person in your mind's eye and then offer an expression of gratitude by repeating the words, may you be happy, may you be at peace, may you be free from pain and suffering. Visualize them receiving your loving kindness and then letting it go. Bring to mind now someone in your wider village who is less involved but who you have counted on and who deserves your thanks. Visualize that person and then offer an expression of gratitude by repeating the words, may you be happy, may you be at peace, may you be free from pain and suffering. Visualize them receiving your loving kindness and then letting it go. Bring to mind now someone in your life who is difficult. Perhaps they haven't been there for you or they're there for you but they're hard work. Maybe they don't agree with your parenting. Maybe they even judge you. Visualize that person and think of this round as an offering of forgiveness to him or her and acknowledgement that just like you, they are not perfect and they're doing the best they can in each moment. Forgive them with your love through these words. May you be happy. May you be at peace. May you be free from pain and suffering. Visualize that person receiving your loving kindness and then letting it go. Expand your mind and your heart now to encompass all people in your support network, beloved and challenging. Visualize you in the center and imagine yourself surrounded in circle by all the people who love and guide and support you on this journey in parenthood. Then repeat to yourself after me, may we be happy, may we be at peace, may we be free from pain and suffering. Radiate out your loving kindness and then letting it go. Imagine that circle of support dissolving so that what's left in your mind once more is you, a loved, supported, and in turn loving and supportive human being, connected to all, connected to yourself. With this knowledge, repeat to yourself after me, may I be happy, may I be at peace, may I be free from pain and suffering. Take a nourishing breath in and then letting it go, letting it go. Loka Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. This is the mantra of Metta. It means may all beings everywhere be happy and free, and may the thoughts, words, and actions of my own life contribute in some way to that happiness and to that freedom for all. Oh, Tui, thank you for this moment. What a great contribution you're giving to all of us. Oh, it's my pleasure. It, re it really is a pleasure. It makes me feel 
just it fills me up to be able to give these mindful moments and do this stuff for people. It's, it's what it's all about, isn't it? It is about contribution. Mm. It is about connection. It is about community. Well, and when you talk about community, the fact that you are taking everybody into that meditative moment, mm-hmm. even those that present you with challenges, mm. it's not just thanking those that are supporting you, but those that are giving you a challenge mm. as well. Absolutely. When you can soften yourself and um, have a humility and a softness for yourself, which is why we start with you, then it opens yourself up to, you know, give and share that love with everyone Mm. because everyone is doing the best they can. Oh, exactly. And everybody is being presented with their own challenges. In fact, next time we'll be meeting Green MP Holly Walker. Um, She hasn't been without her challenges. She'll be talking about her post-baby return to work and how she found a new equilibrium following the arrival of her second child. Baby shark, do 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 baby shark, do 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 baby shark. Mommy shark, do 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 mommy shark, do 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 mommy shark. Remember when you used to leave your house with just a wallet? Now it's nappies, blankie, teddy, books and two changes of clothes. You didn't even need this much luggage when you did your OE. With no added sugars and Mumpedia Pro 3 toddler milk is one less thing to worry about. We know because we're parents too. Double Strength Mama Power is a stuffed podcast made in commercial collaboration with the Mumpedia Pro 3 toddler milk.